0: Welcome
1: to another episode
0: of Driving to the Reds
1: with Larry and
0: Inelia. Yay! And Peeve.
1: And Peeve. <laughs> so if you hear
0: a little scratch, it's just Peeve.
1: Yes. If you hear little scratches or this, are Peeves. <laughs> or <pfft. laughs> <laughs> <And the> Mike. <laughs> so there's a couple of things that I wanted to talk about today. Many years ago, I released a. Um, exercise that you can do it's on YouTube um, to deal with your loved ones and relatives during the holiday season and it's the holiday season (laughs) at least in the United States we have Thanksgiving today and uh, Christmas and New Year's are coming up very soon for the rest of the world it's a time that these things pop up and they have to be dealt with this year's particularly poignant because yeah because we have the split going on, and um, I wanted to give a little bit of a background for the split thing. In 20 before 2011, the entire planet was due to upgrade to a new level of awareness and co-creation, uh, dropping the like that paradigm and power over others things and games.
0: Right, I remember th- hearing about that. That, you know, the entire planet was shifting to a light planet.
1: Yeah. It's been talked about for thousands of years in different cultures and even modern uh, era. They talked about the age of Aquarius and all sorts of things. So anyways, um, in 2011, there was a planetary meeting type thing where people and species decided there was a clause brought up to the Planetary Council. That's, that's a name that I give this organization. It doesn't actually have a name. But it's represented by every species on the planet, every sentencing on the planet.
0: Yeah, I know. When I first heard you talk about that, I kept thinking about this long table with a whole bunch of different aliens sitting at it.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it's Earth, and doesn't have a name, and it's represented by every species here on Earth.
0: So there's no table?
1: There's no table. Although you could imagine a table, I suppose. But anyways... The players of the dark light paradigm, the ones that play the power over others game and are very, very attached to it, brought in a clause to say it's not fair for the entire planet and everybody in it and everything in it to move into a higher frequency experience because many people were not done with those games and therefore it violated free will.
0: Right when I when I remember when I heard you talking about that I was thinking, well, it doesn't seem fair that the low frequency game, you know, players are the ones that are like, I don't know torturing kids or whatever they do, having power over each other and forcing people to do things I don't know was a, you know dark games it didn't seem fair that they would be the ones that would urge put the kibosh to everything.
1: I know, right? But they brought the close up. However, what shocked me at the time, like seriously shocked me at the time, was the fact that the vote was carried through by light workers. What? Yeah. Light workers.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. How come why would they want dark workers running around doing dark things? I mean, why would the light workers want that?
1: The name that popped up or the word that popped up for me at the time is Bodhisattva. Which is, a Bodhisattva is a person who is in the path to enlightenment, to become a Buddha, but gives up their enlightenment and Buddhahood to stay on the planet and help save others and guide them into Buddhahood.
0: I think I remember hearing something about like, they aren't going until every person on the planet is going with them.
1: Right. However, and here's the clincher, for them to... Decide to stay in a light dark paradigm so they can finish their journey of saving others so they can reach Buddhahood means they need victims for them to save
0: don't they believe they're they're going to save everybody eventually i mean isn't that the whole idea
1: well it's a clause so people and people make decisions from their belief systems and programs when they're not awake and that It shocked me, and also people like who were really deeply into healing had a fear of being jobless, right? So they needed sick people, people who needed their healing or their energy or whatever. Codependent light workers, people who need to be needed, and that's the purpose of their life is service to others, needs people to service.
0: Right, I mean, there's no point in being a healer if there's nobody that's sick.
1: Mm-hmm. Precisely. And there's no point... How are you going to carry out your evolutionary path or service to others if there's nobody needs your help or need you to save them? You can't. And that was the shock that those are the people who pull the the balance out to the vote to keep the light-dark paradigm going. Do
0: you think they felt guilty because they were, like, trying to repay their debts or something in yes. their mind?
1: yep. Also repay karma. Repay their
0: karmic debts yes. so we can't, like... Just get absolved of all your karmic debts Correct Instantly, because that isn't fair uh-huh. Lightworkers have to have it fair
1: Yes, that was That's part of, of it one of their too. ideas too Yeah, that was one of their ideas too
0: Lightworkers are such a pain sometimes
1: yeah. And you know, I understood it theoretically very well I I got it, I mean I was really mad at the time and shocked But I understood it, it's a human condition But it never really touched me directly before until yesterday oh, Really? Yeah So, yesterday there was a situation where um, a dear friend, a healer, a light worker, amazing amazing woman, wrote me a long message saying that she wouldn't be coming to Thanksgiving because, and she was um, evicting one of her workers from her land because she didn't want to put her patients who are very delicate right now, fragile in danger of catching COVID-19 and she was terrified of the consequences that if she came or she allowed this person to go back to her house after he came over that all her patients would die of COVID, right? And I'm like what? <laughs> right? And I made I said, "Well, thanks for the clarity." You know because I've been telling people don't engage you know when these things happen just let them go it's fine going into righteousness or trying to say them yeah. is not going to help but i know how hard it is because if you love somebody that much and you thought that they were on your the sanity side and suddenly you realize and see and they tell you they're not they're terrified they chose the fear
0: it's like uh getting punched in the yeah, gut yeah
1: it is but also you know you get like a Last ditch effort, you know, and I, I, I yeah. knew the programs were <laughs> running, but for a few hours I kind of went into it. Like, for at least an hour, I went into it. And it's like, have you heard of the doctor by, uh, from Tom, uh, Dr. Thomas Cohen? Oh, no, is it Tom? Yeah, that's Cohen. Tom.
0: Yeah, Dr. Tom. Well, he's just Tom one Thomas. of like, Millions, it's not like he's the only one. Oh, man, but, I know, I mean, but he's, he's very, very accessible. Interesting.
1: Yeah, and accessible.
0: And certainly accessible. Yeah. You
1: know? But, and it's like, oh, yeah, I know those beautiful little theories, she said. And it's like, uh uh-uh, oh, here comes righteousness and invalidation and everything. And I said, you know what, well, why don't we just agree to disagree, blah, blah, blah. And she said, yes, but my son thought, you know, as he had COVID before it came out, but he never got tested, but he knew he had it. And he is very afraid for me, he always told me to be more careful and blah 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 and says, Well, your son is very responsible, he was never tested, he probably didn't have COVID and he's spreading fear. Yes. Right? And I was trying to tell her it's about the fear, it's not when you take decisions from a te- place of terror and fear, the results are never good. Never good. That's like what never of the- good
0: if you're a light. Wanting new paradigm, light world. Exactly. Perfectly great if what you want are some victims to, you know, yeah.
1: save. And being a martyr and, and all a that martyr. Stuff, yeah. yeah. You
0: want to be a martyr, yeah. obviously you have to make sacrifice.
1: Right, right.
0: And you can't have a sacrifice without <sighs> a giant cause, right? Yeah. Of others.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so that's all big. Yeah, it hit, yeah, a big it hit thing, like yeah. a, you know, punch in the gut.
0: <laughs> yeah, but It but was, it it was
1: harsh, you know. It and then I decided, you know what, I'm just going to. I'm not going to engage anymore but after about an hour of going back and forth and it's like, yeah it was so tempting to go there to lecture her and so was, and I said, look you have experts and statistics and back. scientists facts
0: the whole nine and yards. so do
1: I I have thousands of them thousands of experts and, you know statistics coming out of my ears but <laughs> it's called um What's it called, that bias? Uh,
0: confirmation, confirmation
1: bias. Confirmation bias. It's not you exactly
0: know? confirmation bias. You from know. that
1: perspective, from the argument perspective, righteousness perspective, that's yeah. what it is. But deeply, like, I know, I know that this is all BS on the planet. And I know it's about fear. And what upset me most was that she fell for the fear. She's, she's infected with fear.
0: Insidious.
1: Insidious. It's ter- she actually used the word. Um terrified.
0: Right? Yeah. She's
1: terrified.
0: I heard that from our council. They're terrified mm. also, yeah.
1: So they were terrified, you know? And, and
0: in our boatyard, the, the boatyard work or the boatyard um businesses in the boatyard there, they're terrified. They actually literally run at you and shove you out the door if you don't follow their rules exactly yeah. precisely. They close the door and say, We're closed, don't come here.
1: Yeah.
0: We're terrified yeah. of you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So and I do know that one of the rules of engagement is if you make decisions out of fear, it's not going to be a good result. It's not going to be a high-frequency result.
0: Yeah, that's, it's important to, dis- to distinguish. differentiate. But it's like you, you know, in our, our preference of reality is a high-frequency reality. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean everyone's preference is a high-frequency reality. No. Obviously, we're talking to high-frequency people. Oh, yeah. And if your chosen reality is a high-frequency reality, then making decisions out of fear... Not gonna bring you to a high-frequency space.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you gotta process your fear and then make your decision.
1: Yeah.
0: And so fear shouldn't enter into the equation, right? <laughs> right. But when you meet your family and friends and they're in Terrified. fear mode, they're in fight or flight.
1: Yeah.
0: They're in. You can
1: see the terror yeah, in their eyes. The terror
0: and the insidious infection has gotten them. Yeah. What do yeah. you
1: do? You have to step away. I blocked her so I wouldn't continue engaging and I waited a few hours obviously after about five or six hours I was out of that um, desire to engage in righteousness or just to it is, you know, just an engagement in righteousness and um, I unblocked her of course because she's my friend and I love her deeply and forever, it's unconditional so I doubt very much whether I'll have any more contact with her ever again but it's one of those decisions you know i will not engage with you at this level if you're ready to meet me at my frequency level out of that fear paradigm i'm here
0: and incidentally engaging with you
1: amplifies everything amplifies things so
0: it doesn't it's it's the most considerate um, thing that you can do the most yeah. um,
1: compassionate
0: compassionate thing right
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah because yeah things don't go well
1: no they it don't just
0: turns the volume up to 20 and you know
1: really harsh yeah yeah
0: well I guess the time for choices is theirs and ours and everyone's to make and you know if you want to choose that I want to go save these people from their error of their ways then you've just (laughs) chosen the error of their ways right?
1: That's why I wanted to share this experience because we were warned um, in 2011 I had contact with the Lemurians a very strong contact it wasn't physical but it was uh, physical in a way that people kept coming up to me with crystals that they told me the Lemurians gave them for me right Um, but they didn't come to my door and come into my house to talk with me and I could hear them like the experiential telepathy very strongly. And they warned me, they said, this is going to be really, really painful. Um, When the split happens, it's going to be very painful. And at the time when the energetic splits happened on the planet in 2011, it was literally like my physical body was being ripped apart in two, because to me, I am the human collective. I haven't stepped out of into the division you know I am the human collective just like we all are the human collective to me it's a very real visceral it's physical for me so in the human collective split energetically at that time everybody had a choice to make in that moment to me it was a physical pain it was extreme it was horrible it was like a nightmare it lasted about a week and then it faded away and now I can see the pain that comes in at a mental level or even most strongly at an emotional level, and it does hit the physical body, obviously, too. Because we are about connection, we are about love, and we are about caring for those that we love. uh, And even the planet. So, I wanted to share this because I know that many, many people are going through this right now, too, and I want you to know you're not alone, and that you're not crazy, and that we understand, and we're going through this together, we have to stand together and in this week's newsletter I sent a link to a meditation that I created. You can actually find it on the podcast too and it's about releasing the negativity from yourself, right? For the collective negativity. So there are tools, I've been creating these tools for years now and, you know, I'm telling people about this period <laughs> For many you know, years. For many but, years. And yeah.
0: Many other people have been telling you about this time coming for many, many years. Yep. And all of the things that they talked about, they're happening. Mm-hmm. You can see them. You can see them clearly. And you can see how they delineate your two realities. They're so completely and totally different.
1: They are very and different. And they're getting
0: further and further apart. They are. And the facts for both realities are facts. They are mm-hmm. actually true. Yes. And it's irrefutable from either side. Your facts are correct.
1: Yeah. And I've seen that, to me, their psychotic breakdown. It's a psychotic breakdown of society. It's like madness. And I know that that's the way they see us, too. They see us as...
0: Mad and nuts.
1: Yeah, maniacs. (laughs) Maniacs.
0: What are you, idiots, probably? Can't you see... That's, here's the facts, I just saw the facts, it came yeah. from all the scientists, yeah. don't you trust science anymore? Yeah. Science is just science. Yeah. Well, both sides have the same science and mm-hmm. both sides of science are factually yeah. true for each reality and you can argue until your face is blue Yeah. but and you've got for two realities ar- so you have two truths and <laughs> I it's mean, really, sorry.
1: It's really interesting because my brother is also a masker and he's gone for the fear and he said, I know first responders and people who work in hospitals. And there was one person who died in a hospital of my brother's in laws, whatever cousin works there. And, you know, they yeah. saw it. It's like one person. Okay. And it's like they all have that response. It's like, oh, I know first responders and their experience and blah, 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 blah. And, and it's not real it's not i know and i've heard from so many first responders and we have law enforcement in our family and we have just are they people dying and falling in the street dead no they're not right plus it's nothing to do with a virus it's something environmental it's in the environment and we know what it is but It's like, it's not going to, you're not going to get infected, it's just you have to strengthen your body to withstand these new frequencies that are being broadcasted on the planet. And if you don't, you're going to have physical symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, here's the example. So, five people go out into the sun. They're in a desert, right? And they lose their shade. Five people. Yes. They don't know about sunstroke or sunburn. They don't know about that. After... One of them lives in the desert and it's all out all the time out there, but the other four are not. So when, after five hours or so, they get rescued and taken into a hospital and they're running fevers, they're being sick and they're like very mentally confused and they're covered in blisters. Four of them and one of them isn't. He's fine. He's fine. Okay. And so they say, oh my God, these people are con- con- contaminated with something. They all got it at the same time. Yeah. So we have to test them. So they test, 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 and they might have one flu uh, virus that the they'll carry. Or
0: some dead some, 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 some genetic yeah, thingy.
1: Gen- or anything. A it could be anything. Some
0: kind. It, it like, like oh, that must be it. Bug. Oh my That's God,
1: it. they're infectious. So they lock them up until all their symptoms are gone. Right?
0: Right. And, then and that could be a response to the inflammation. Yeah.
1: Yes, exactly. That yeah. this
0: little thingy shows up and it yeah. excretes from the cells. Yeah, could right. be. Could
1: be, right. So, anyways.
0: Well, you approve it by getting that thing and then giving it to people and seeing if they get <laughs> sick, which they did and it didn't work. But right. But besides that. Yeah.
1: So, and then people, they they, 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 they start looking around and they find that there's people having the same symptoms all over the world, especially in hot countries.
0: It's probably a pandemic.
1: It's a pandemic. Yes. Okay, so the body reacts and has serious issues to an environmental factor.
0: Right. And And
1: then you can see patterns wherever you want. People are very good at putting patterns together.
0: Been doing it for centuries, for a very, very long time. There Mm -hmm. was a very clear pattern about smoking, I guess, but apparently that pattern wasn't true. Scientists and the doctors (laughs) said it's perfectly good. As a matter of fact, it's good for your pregnancy.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyways, when I was a teenager, I remember learning that... um, viruses were not like infections but they were things that a communication system from body to body to tell them about something in the environment and I thought it was the most disgusting thing on the planet <laughs> how could the physical bodies communicate that way it was gross and disgusting <laughs> gross. but it made sense to me because I went to a, a, a school in England and uh, high school and um, occasionally and regularly uh, Colds and flus would wipe half the population of the school out, homesick, you know. Yeah. And it was so annoying because I wouldn't catch it, and I would sit next to the people and get my best and touch their hands, and it's like totally grossed out, right? Yeah. Because I hate all that stuff. I hate people being sick near me. It's like I'm ah. (laughs) <laughs> I find it totally disgusting. I was really happy when people started using hand sanitizers, wearing gloves and masks, man. <laughs> but obviously, it doesn't work. So, well, But anyways.
0: Well, obviously, it does work, and it doesn't work. Both are mm-hmm. true.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's like environmental factors, and there's there's more to it. It's not just about... What about
0: the guy? If you have five guys and five girls, and all of them drip down to their underwear and climb Mount Everest... They'll will die. Except for Wim Hof.
1: Exactly. He was, he was He'll survive. He'll survive just fine. Because he's immune. He had a vaccination. He's immune. Oh, yeah. He had a vaccination.
0: <laughs> he got vaccinated to that.
1: So, anyways, environmental factors and things. And um, individual
0: bodies are different. Yeah, very and individual your,
1: bodies are very different.
0: And... The game that you want to play, yeah. the reason that you incarnate on the yeah. planet, all of these things are different, right? Mm-hmm. So if you came here to play a savior game, yeah. you came here to heal a whole bunch of sick people, you yeah. came here to experience a giant pandemic with a whole bunch of sick people and you're going to save them.
1: Oh my God, it's perfect. It's a
0: perfect time. you ran them man. But that's so, a low frequency game.
1: Yeah, it is a Even very low. Even
0: saving sick people is a low oh, frequency game. Oh, it is, game. yeah. Because Even then helping you ne- people. Yeah,
1: because not helping, but saving people means there's a whole dynamic around it, especially with martyrdom, and it's just from a place of fear. You can help people if they're ready to heal. I've got healing abilities. It runs in my family, okay? I have two healers in my immediate family and, like, it comes from a long lineage of healers. And what they did was to assist people to carry out their healing stories, to step out of their the the body issues or whatever, or so sometimes mental or energetic issues to that that was killing them, and it's completely different to saving them or not allowing them to make their higher self choices. Sometimes healing means they're gonna die, right? right. And whenever a lot of people get very very aggressive with me when they come for healing because I don't do healing anymore, I so, say, and the first thing I say, okay, let's have a look at this. Okay, so how is it serving you? How is this sickness serving you? And they go, no, it's not serving me at all. They get really, really upset, right, when I ask them that. So healing is a whole new thing. So it's like, okay, so what does it allow you to do? What does it stop you doing? How is it benefiting you or another? And then they start looking more closely, and then they realize, oh yeah,
0: they're not alone. The,
1: the, and it's not just that, random. They're not, not a not victim a of this thing. thing. They're not it's a, a victim. thing
0: that they've generated to create.
1: A certain, a certain circumstance
0: yeah. or a result, and yeah, yeah, sometimes people get off track. Yeah, and they exit. Yes, stay so, yeah, up, reset, try that again.
1: So you know, it's like that assisting people to go get back on track. That's what I call healing.
0: That's diff- and I call yeah.
1: helping another person supporting. Yeah, but if you have an idea in your head as a healer, and you're going to use and sacrifice everything in your life to, to get make people them not not die or to not get being them whatever. Yeah. yeah. Then that's not healing, that's just codependency.
0: Right, so there's the difference between um, helping, being a support, supporting a person in healing story, ...concluding their their story, whatever that story might be. It might be okay, I've got this thing, I want support as I exit. Okay, right. I have this thing and I want support to get while rid I of it. While I go through it. I have this thing and, and I would support like support.
1: While I live with it. While I live with my it life. for
0: the rest of my life. That's a support.
1: Yeah. And
0: support, as long as it's, uh, you know, I suppose the frequency of support mm-hmm. versus the frequency of you have this thing and you came here and I'm going to get rid of it. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm going to make it go away. hmm. That it's I'm very to Yeah, and debilitating from your thing, and you're a victim of you. this thing, and yeah.
1: And we're gonna save you from you.
0: So it does. It does. It is different, and it's it's subtly different, but it is massively different. Subtly mm-hmm. and massive at the same time. Yeah. So I can remember a story. Um, I think it was uh, Anna Brettenbach was sharing about people's dogs when they get injured or old, and they she gets asked all the time. What can I do to help my dog? What can I do to save him? Or whatever, this kind of thing. And and she said in that at that time was, well, what you need to do is communicate with your uh-huh. animal <laughs> and ask them what support do they want. Because sometimes yeah. they want support leaving. Sometimes mm-hmm. they want support in getting their exit done quicker so you can help them with an injection. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they want support in staying longer. Mm-hmm. They just need a warm, dry place. Yeah. But they're decision is a part of it you know yeah Yeah. so the difference in support is obviously finding out at a core level core level what it is and what support is needed for that and desired and is that support that you can even provide Right. right because you might not be able to provide the i need someone to be my savior?
1: Mm-hmm. Can
0: you please save me from this? And then the answer might be, I'm sorry, I yeah. can't play that role.
1: And also, yesterday in my situation, I, I was being asked to be the aggressor. And I said, I'm sorry, I can't support you in that role. Even right? though, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to be your aggressor, I'm just stepping away. Right. right. So yeah. it, it wasn't easy though No, it wasn't It was really I mean, extremely we were, painful We
0: were on the res and we went and we put up our um, Starlink <laughs> mm-hmm. And the satellite went up And we plugged it in we got internet Okay, that so was guys, if we so get cancer and
1: die Don't fast. get the Starlink
0: Our <laughs> <laughs> internet was so fast It was crazy And we were so happy And then this, this began to interf- interact With frequency and it moderated the frequency A little bit, I would say a lot Kind Temporarily, of
1: like, though. Yeah, it wasn't it a permanent it. thing.
0: No, it's not a permanent thing, but I'm saying that, yeah, felt it. And we went down to the Larion, walked to the marina, and the water was just so perfect, Good, and yeah. the environment was just so nice. And it was infringing on the environment that Gaia was,
1: giving us, I guess, really?
0: pro- providing. The high frequency mm-hmm. reality experience was there, and this is impinging in it. And so yeah. until the decision to disengage came, you know. Mm-hmm. That was doesn't even allow the high-frequency paradigm to exist, in a sense, right? Right, right. Yeah. Because it's like, it's invisible, and the only thing visible is this engagement. Yeah. This engagement overrules everything. Mm-hmm. And that, um, moving that overruling engagement out of overruling into where it belongs, which is, I mean, it doesn't even exist in a high-frequency high reality. No, it doesn't. Nobody comes looking to you to engage with them at a low-frequency, in a high-frequency paradigm. Exactly, yeah. So, that's the active choice that you make, to pick your paradigm. You don't make decisions out of fear, and you don't engage in low-frequency games. No. Even if you really, really want to.
1: I know. (laughs) (laughs) Even if you push all your buttons.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, understood, it's not simple, it's not easy. It's not
1: simple, you're not alone, you can get through this. And you're going to be called crazy, insane, unhinged, all these things probably from people, you're that, gonna see probably people. people that you love most. You yeah, know? probably.
0: And you're going to see people that you're saying, what's wrong with them? They're crazy, unhinged,
1: yes. psychotic. Yes, they're, they're like falling into some, in some kind of a
0: death cult or something.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, it's you It looks the same from both sides. It you does.
1: Know? And you, we can't ignore it anymore. That's the nature of the split.
0: That's the nature of the split.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I wanted to share that today. To know that you're not alone, to know that I know it's tempting to engage at that level and to get into the argument and get righteous, but just step away. Just, just, you know, it doesn't matter if they make you wrong. It doesn't matter what they call you. It doesn't matter what they're saying. They're not trying to convince you to convince them. That's not the engagement here, not at this level of the game. It's just a matter of saying, yep, you're right, I'll think about it, just step away, just step away, don't engage, I indulged for an hour, maybe two, that was it, that and was then it. I stepped away, and that's what you need to do for your own sanity, and for you to stay high frequency, and not get pulled into that collective choice of carrying on with the Power Over Others game, which is poo, P-O-O, <laughs> Power <laughs> Over Others poo, poopy. yeah, I agree, yeah,
0: so what did you do after to disengage and to uh, bring your frequency back? I guess I, to bring your frequency back up, you know? Because it was a it's like getting hit in the gut super duper yeah, hard. Yeah. So how do you allowed, recover?
1: Yeah, I allowed that energy and that feeling, that sadness to exist. Okay. I allowed it to exist and express and it just relaxed into it and it was I acknowledged that it, you know, it's, it's normal for me to feel hurt from this engagement. It's normal. And it's not personal. I'm not vilifying or I don't like push it into the other person, my friend. It's, you know, it's my pain, it's my hurt. I own it and I allow it to exist and express. It's normal for me to feel that way. And as long as it expresses, and in, in as in the fear processing exercise, you make it as big as the planet or even bigger, um, and then you ask it to give it images or any kind of communication. I mean, I've explained the fear processing exercise so many times. And then it just started leaving. And I, sometimes, you know, when you get a big pain like that, a big hurt like that, you allow time to heal. It's like if you break your arm, it's not going to heal overnight. But you have to allow it time to heal. So I walked with care, and I took care of my physical body. Um, I did fun things in the evening. You petted played, your puppy. Yeah, puppy petting and played one of my computer games and I read a good book and, you know, it's, it's good. I knitted, knitted. you know, did fun things. And, um, yeah.
0: Just allow it to express. So yeah. basically, when you say fear-processing exercise, it applies to these low-frequency emotions. Oh, or
1: yeah.
0: I guess we would call them all... Would you call them low frequency emotions or oh, just...
1: Well, here's the emotions thing.
0: Emotions or painful emotions or...
1: Painful for seeing your mate, your friend, fall into fear. Painful that you can't do anything about it. Yeah. But also, I found that I had some righteousness in me too. And ego hurt, right? My ego was slightly hurt. This righteousness always comes from ego. So, when I felt the righteousness, I followed it. And I found the ego because she had called me names...
0: Right? Yeah.
1: And um, yeah, my ego got hurt. I wanted her to know that I was wonderful and I wanted her to love me
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and follow <laughs> and my advice. You and trust you. Yeah. But that didn't happen. So my ego got hurt. So yeah, that had to be processed too, you know?
0: Okay.
1: Uh, allow the righteousness to exist, allow the ego hurt to exist and express. And then it was over and it was good.
0: Okay. That's good to know. So. Um, On another note, although, you know, it's one of those crazy, crazy worlds. I mean, it's good, not good, bad, not bad, funny, not funny. It's hilarious in a way. (laughs) So on the one hand, it's illegal or mandated or whatever. Nobody's allowed to have Thanksgiving family (laughs) gatherings. Right. (laughs) Which, I mean, if you think about it, it's insanely appropriate that you don't have to engage with your low-frequency family members because you can't go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you can't have them around or go to their houses anymore. (laughs) It's amazing, isn't it? It's just incredible.
0: So, uh, I guess you don't have to do that. how to deal with your low-frequency family members at Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners and events because they don't have them. <laughs> <laughs> and if you well, <laughs> break in the rule, it
1: does engage in the fact that you know some people might say, "Stay away," or "I'm not coming to see you because I don't want to infect you." Right. That type of thing is going to affect you, right?
0: And if you break, if you're a rule breaker and you're having you're gathering anyway and you invite people who won't come because they're afraid, then what? That's the um, that's the funny thing is dealing with low frequency engagements generally happens at these family gathering type things because there's booze and there's open doors and yeah. there's all different frequencies in your family and your cousins your uncles your aunties yeah. they're not all on the same level level or game <laughs> or awareness. awareness or awareness or any they don't even come to maybe the game dinner for the same reason you're coming for everyone has different reasons right. Mm-hmm. What do you call her? why? Why are mm-hmm. you here?
1: Yeah, why are you here?
0: I'm obligated to be here. Why are you here? Because I love all of my family. Why are you here? Because if I don't, my mom will get mad at me. Because yeah. if I don't, my grandma will be upset because my grandma's going to die. Because yeah. my uncle's the last time I might see him. There's a tons and tons of whys. whys why everybody went. Yeah. But how many of them is we're having this because of a high-frequency paradigm choice?
1: Right, right.
0: Those are the ones you want to have at your high frequency paradigm place. And the ones that you want to have a little drama and have a little bit of wildness and a little bit of... They'll drop away. Yeah, those ones probably aren't coming. Yeah. And uh, those ones, I guess, maybe not even having a dinner. Yeah. Except for in their own They were
1: going to murder themselves and not have a dinner. Oh,
0: that's right. They'll murder themselves and not have anybody over. Yeah. Because they're, they've are they got to save their lives.
1: Right. Yeah. Because
0: they'll probably die if they say hi to you today. Yes, yes. Yesterday, no big deal. You know, last week, it was fine. Yeah. Last but, month, uh, except for in church. But in Walmart, okay. <laughs> Tomorrow, or Thanksgiving, you know, forget it. It's over, man.
1: Yes. <laughs> got it.
0: Okay. But I do think it's quite funny if you think about it. In a sense. That the the reality, the world supports you even
1: in ways that are a little bit tricky it's like
0: (laughs) no family dinner invitations (laughs) because
1: it's a co-creation that's why there's less pollution on the planet now (laughs) and less people using cars and
0: and less toilet paper why does that help
1: what the hell with the toilet paper my god yeah
0: how is that better i don't know (laughs) i guess we're not supposed to use toilet paper we uh, no, we should graduate to bidets to something, or something. Yeah,
1: we should graduate to stop using paper to wipe our asses, because paper's are wood, <laughs> and wood comes from forests, and forests we're cutting down to have toilet paper, so there. Okay, so. <laughs> figure it out, man. We're going to, to have figure to figure
0: out, out a high-freaking solution to this <laughs> so to issue. you your
1: butt. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Oh, that's what we come to. Yes, yeah, so this is what we come I think to. that I've come up to the answer. Oh, yeah? If you eat the sun, you don't go poo. Sundays for paper.
1: everybody. No turkey for you this year.
0: Well, we're not starting today. Isn't
1: that weird? We got two free turkeys this year. It's so bizarre.
0: No, that's not weird because we are doing an instant manifestation yes, we workshop. Were. Yeah. And in instant manifestation, manifestation. well, in any workshop that I've ever done or had with you, as soon as the decision is made to begin,
1: it the starts. The workshop starts, yeah.
0: Even though it's not for a while. uh uh-huh. It starts it immediately. immediately. And So we've been watching the manifestation process in those that are involved, and those that are engaged, those that are coming, those that are doing it, and the manifestations, the instants are incredible. In to both see. ways too, huh? In both ways, it's not like instantly manifesting. Yes, always. It's instantly manifesting. No, no. as well. Yeah. <laughs> and That's so really good. It's a visual confirmation of where
1: you're at. The
0: way the reality functions mm-hmm. in agreement. And manifestation—you already, already doing it. It's yeah. just not so conscious of it mostly. Yeah. So yeah, pretty cool. We'll tell yeah. some stories about that another day. Yeah. But right now, I need to peel potatoes. Yes. Because I haven't figured out how to instantly manifest potato. potatoes without skins.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, if I wait long enough. <laughs> I guarantee you, those potatoes will peel themselves. Yes, we will come to the kitchen <laughs> Somebody alone. will. They'll
1: be all peeled. They'll be all peeled. <laughs> Have you thought of asking for somebody to help you peel the potatoes? No,
0: because I like to peel oh. the potatoes. That peeler oh, okay. is awesome. All right. <laughs> but I was just thinking about that. Yeah. I bet you if I would just sat here long enough, the peels would just fall off of those potatoes.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I feel complete. How about you?
0: I think so, yes. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think it's uh, the... the I do want to say that it's a little bit surprising and shocking sometimes to think that the helpful savior martyr people, the people that are trying to help the most people, are the ones that are the ones that set the vote over canceling the original decision to have a high- frequency reality for mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. that would be the ones that stopped it.
1: Yeah
0: It's just shocking.
1: And I'm going to start observing it. Okay. Yeah.
0: I think that's a good idea because it's, um, it's in our nature of a light worker to try to help, you know? Mm-hmm. Our nature is to try to have care yeah. and concern. So and it's nice. kind of like our open door. And that's yeah, kind of so
1: easily hijacked, man. It's so easily hijacked.
0: And so when you um, withdraw that help, You feel bad. Mm -hmm. It actually puts yourself into a a lower frequency. So it's almost like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. (laughs) So the one thing that I can think of that helps keep it higher frequency is you don't know better than their own higher selves what they need to experience. Correct. You really don't. You are there and they are interacting with you, Mm -hmm. but if you... Think only to support a high-frequency outcome, whatever that might be, and that might be that you no longer invite or allow their engagement in. Mm-hmm. So they have no choice but to stop that with you. Mm-hmm. That's supporting a high-frequency engagement.
1: Yep.
0: And um, if you aren't sure, you don't know, just the mere disengagement from the possibility, potentials of low-frequency engagements is enough. There's other people they can go to.
1: Yeah.
0: You're not the only one. Right. You're not the only answer. Right. And if you're not sure, you're not certain, but you don't want to engage in low-frequency things, just disengage. Take that space, that time, that hour, that two, that day, that week. Meditate, maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. Connect with Gaia. Connect with high-frequency people. Connect with
0: high-frequency people. You're not alone.
1: No.
0: Help. Help suss out the true nature of this engagement
1: concentrate on projects and things that build move yourself
0: into high frequency do high frequency things and then look at it from another angle a little later a little distance a little time a little higher frequency and then say what is this about how is the best way to support the high frequency of this Mm -hmm. then do something you don't have to immediately get stuck with anything right at least allow yourself time because you know it's not simple correct but it can be easy (laughs) yes You're not alone.
1: You're not alone.
0: (laughs) Okay, now I feel complete. Oh, good. (laughs) How about you?
1: Me, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes.
0: Okay, let's go peel potatoes.
1: All right, let's peel potatoes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Love you, honey.
1: I love you, too.